Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Good morning and welcome to Cox Media Houston's public affairs show, FYI. My name is Susie Hanks. Are you ready to rodeo? Yep, it's coming. With us today is Joel Cowley, the president and CEO of the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Good morning, Joel. It's good to see you again. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, you are, um, every time I see you about this time of year, you are just bursting with all sorts of wonderful things that are happening and you always have this little grin on your face because you have a lot of secrets too so we want to talk to you about all those but um so for everybody who's uh listening when is the rodeo this year we will kick off with the houston livestock show and rodeo starting with the barbecue on march 2nd uh we are a week later because of the super bowl mm-hmm. and so oh, the, yeah. the the show and the uh, performances will start on march 7th and run through march 26th March 7th through the 26th. Do you know, uh, does it conflict with uh, Mardi Gras this year? Sometimes it has. I don't so, know. We'll sometimes it does. Yeah. Uh, but typically, uh, we're able to draw a fairly good crowd anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, but it's it's hard on, like me, I'll go to Mardi Gras and then to the rodeo, too. It's just, it's 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 uh, exhausting, but it's a ton of fun. And um, for a lot of people don't know the scope of the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. You have a, um, this this is an truly a citywide, a statewide event. This is a world. People come from all over the world to this. This is a, a really amazing. How many years now has it been? We started 1932. Uh, so this is our 85th year uh, that we'll be having the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. And it really is an international event. Uh, we have a number of international visitors come, but it's really driven by the people of Houston. It's truly a community event. Over 33,000 volunteers uh, on 107 committees making this event possible. And one of the things that strikes me about the event is that it turns the fourth largest city in America into a community for three weeks every year, uh, which is awesome. Yeah, you know, um, it, it, it really does. And it, it uh, so many people are involved in so many different ways because there's such a breadth a scope of things that you do. It's not just the livestock show and rodeo for people who don't know, who may be new to town. So let's talk about uh, a lot of it. First of all, um, one of your, uh, I guess, the cornerstone of of the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo is what you do for kids and what you do your commitment to education and scholarships. So let's talk about that because you have an announcement about that. Yeah, we uh, this just this uh, recently we increased here. We traveled to uh, Texas campuses to visit with our current scholars. We have lunch with them. Uh, it's our chairman of the board and our vice presidents and a number of our staffers. And we'll go and have lunch with these students. And without fail, at least one and usually many more than one will come up to us and say, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo Scholarship. Now, certainly a $20,000 scholarship is not going to pay for four years of college. For a lot of these students, though, it's, it's, a, it's the make or break. It's the thing that allows them to be there to attend school, and that's very, very rewarding. And what about the students who have gone and done it and then come back that you meet later on? Tell me about we, that. We have an alumni association now, so we're beginning to engage with all of our scholars uh, dating back to 1957, uh, engage with all of those scholars and keep track of them. A number of them come back and volunteer. Uh, they're volunteers on our uh, on our committees. Uh, they contribute to the show 
Uh, and we, one of the great things or great benefits is that we award each graduate on one of our scholarships a lifetime membership in the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo because we want to be engaged with them, uh, and we, we hope that they continue to uh, support the show. Yeah. Um, and the, there's graduate uh, assistantships, too. There are. Uh, over half a million dollars in graduate assistantships awarded to 11 different Texas colleges and universities. A lot of those support agricultural research and agricultural teaching. Uh, and because not all education happens in the classroom, we're very, very proud uh, to award $7.6 million to our junior exhibitors. Those who participate in our junior market livestock shows and qualify for auction are school art auction qualifiers, uh, as well as our calf scramble participants, uh, because they're gaining an education through those activities as well. And then, in addition to that, uh, $4.6 million, I'm sorry, $3.6 million in grants awarded this year. And that is uh, really right. Most of those stay here in the Houston area, and they support everything from early reading to educating young people on the importance of the arts, the, the symphony or the opera. And so when you, you add up the scholarships and the educational commitment to our exhibitors and the graduate assistantships and the grants, uh, this year we're going to award $26 million to youth and education. And that, uh, that brings our uh, all-time contribution since 1932 uh, to over $430 million. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, that's really uh, really amazing and uh, something that we all should be so proud of because yeah. everybody who participates in the rodeo at all is is helping with this. Yeah, buying a ticket and coming on the grounds and riding carnival rides or or buying a, a turkey leg, uh, you are certainly contributing to that. And uh, our primary contributors are our volunteers. Over thirty three thousand that work so hard to make the show possible a number of outstanding donors and auction buyers some very loyal sponsors uh, that support the show and so it truly is a, a group effort to make this possible yeah um, some of the uh, scholarships that are just catching my eye uh, uh, there are of course the ones that you think of um, Texas 4-H and uh, FFA but there's uh, uh, an, uh, a technical scholarship funding and uh, things that that are are different and, and, and appeal to to, peop, to uh, kids or students who have different um, goals. Yes, and, and we've recently focused on that. Uh, there is a shortage of, of qualified labor uh, with technical skills, and so we've recently focused on that. Uh, we'll award over a quarter of a million dollars this year uh, to students seeking a two-year certification uh, or a technical degree and uh, trying to really uh, – fill the need uh, that we have out there for these technical skills, whether it be welders uh, or, or things of that nature, there is certainly a need. And so education is not just a four-year degree. Yeah. Um, and also military. Tell me about that. Yes, we uh, obviously we have an Armed Forces Appreciation Day uh, that we've done been doing that for several years. And uh, it's uh, usually on the Wednesday. This year it'll be on Wednesday, uh, March 8th, where we honor the men and women, the Armed Forces, and uh, in like kind, we award scholarships uh, that are associated with the military to high school seniors who are graduating as well. So very proud to uh, support our uh, armed forces uh, as well as uh, the first responders. Uh, March 7th, Tuesday, March 7th, will be First Responders Day uh, on our campus. And we're very, very excited to uh, host that for the second year. Well, uh, we are talking with Joel Cowley, who is the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo president and CEO. So let's talk about some of those days. We talked about um, uh, first Responders Day. That's uh, that's so important. Is this uh, is it new or have you done that before? This is the second year okay. for First Responders Day. And so we're very happy to uh, 
welcome the first responders uh, to the show and and actually uh, anyone with a badge or a credential uh, first responder they can come on the grounds free and bring four guests on the grounds free on that particular day and we'll wow. be comping a number of tickets at the rodeo and honoring the first responders uh, at the rodeo itself uh, and just think it's important to recognize those men and women who keep us safe on a daily basis and and uh, respond to us in our hour of need. You also have a big contingency of first responders who are working at the show because you need that, don't you? We do. We have great support uh, from the Houston Police Department, the Harris County Sheriff's Office, uh, as well as the Houston Fire Department uh, to make sure that our event is is safe and enjoyable for everyone who comes on the ground. And tell me about Black Heritage Day. Black Heritage Day is great. It's the first Friday, so it will be uh, Friday, March 10th. Uh, I can't share with you who the entertainer uh, is, but uh, <laughs> it's going to be tremendous. Uh, that That's a night where we really, really rock NRG Stadium. And uh, it's hosted by the Black Heritage Committee. And that committee was founded in the 1990s to celebrate African-American contributions uh, to, to our Western heritage as well as the Houston community. And they do a wonderful job. They also fundraise for scholarships, and they make young people aware of the scholarship process. And uh, go Tejano Day? Go Tejano Day is going to be outstanding. It will be on the 12th. Uh, and so we're, we're really looking forward to that. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, it's on the 19th. I, I got my dates mixed up. It's on Sunday the 19th. Typically, that is our largest attended concert. And in 2016, it set the record all time, uh, 75,500 was uh, it Pitbull? Tickets sold. That was not Pitbull. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to go to Go Tejano Day. And, uh, and like, likewise, uh, very much like the Black Heritage Committee, the Go Tejano Committee hosts that day. Uh, it's a wonderful day. We celebrate uh, Hispanic contributions to Western heritage and our community in general. A lot of great things going on on the grounds. And that committee goes out and raises funds for scholarships and makes young people aware of scholarships as well. And can you tell me who is going to be singing on Te- Go Tejano Day? <laughs> not yet. No hint. Uh, not until January 9th. Okay. We'll announce that at 12.05 a.m. on January 9th. Okay. Um, you also do uh, lots of special needs events, too. We have a special children's committee uh, that does a wonderful job. We have a Top Hands Horse Show uh, where we'll host uh, uh, young people and and young adults uh, as they come in and and, uh, they ride horses. Um, And it's very, very therapeutic for these young people. And it's absolutely heartwarming uh, to see these young people participating and and earning awards. And then we have some uh, special children's rodeos as well. Uh, that we put on uh, in the evenings during the show. Uh, we'll br- bring a lot of young people in and, and uh, let them enjoy some some rodeo in a very safe way. <laughs> we are talking about the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo with Joel Cowley, who is the president and CEO. And um, before we began, we were kind of talking about your, uh, your mission, the agricultural mission. Um, explain that to us and, and how, I guess, you have to really get creative with this. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because a lot of folks don't realize this, but the show started in 1932 with, with really the sole mission of promoting cattle production in the Gulf Coast region. At that time, there were 2 million cattle uh, in, in what we now know as the metro area, probably about 300,000 people. This, was, this is great cattle country. Of course, it's, it's developed now, and that's no longer the case. Um, but that was the mission of the show when it began, and that remains our core mission is to promote agriculture. And for a lot of our visitors, this is the only uh, introduction or the only interaction they'll have with agriculture. And so it's important when they come to our show, whether they're looking at the livestock show uh, or they're looking at, uh, 
you know, going to Ag Venture or TDCU Fun on the Farm, that they go away with an appreciation of agriculture. It's not something that we can ever take for granted. Um, one of the challenges is that uh, Americans spend less than 10% of their disposable income on food. It's the lowest percentage of any nation in the world. And because food is so available and so affordable to most of us, we tend to take it for granted. As we look into the future, right now there's about 7.3 billion people on the planet. That might get close to 10 billion people uh, by 2050. We're going to have to increase food production by about 60% at a minimum to keep up with that demand. And so it's important that uh, that people realize the importance of agriculture in their daily life uh, and the importance of legislation that facilitates agricultural production because that increase in production will only come through technology, bright minds, our scholars, and those who have a definite interest. Uh, I don't know if too many people have figured out how to survive without food. So that should tell you how important agriculture is. Well, it's such a science and it's such a business and it's uh, it's uh, there's so much more to it than a lot of people think. You know, with, uh, you think you go to the livestock show and you see the... The, the little pigs and things like that, but it's 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 just such a massive um, uh, uh, topic. There there is a lot to it, and it is critically important to our society, both here at home and globally. Yeah, you do have the junior show though, which is always fun and exciting. Tell me about that. Yeah, we uh, will have uh, about seventeen thousand uh, junior show entries. Uh, that's in uh, obviously the shows where they show an animal. But also in our judging contests, uh, we put on a lot of judging contests, uh, everything from floricultural and wildlife habitats, uh, so that young people who may not have the resources to raise an animal can participate and, and gain an education in agricultural natural resources. And so we're very proud of our junior show and hosting those junior exhibitors. They typically come from at least 250 of the 254 Texas counties to participate in our show. And so uh, it, it really is uh, a major event for them. We like to think of it as the Super Bowl of livestock shows, and I think they think of it that same way. And they're gaining quite an education, uh, whether it's the responsibility of raising an animal, the science involved with raising an animal, or developing uh, critical thinking and communication skills through one of our judging contests. It, it has quite an impact. Um, and and when you mean the judging contest, you mean when they're when they're being sold or auctioned off? Or Actually, it's a, it's a separate contest okay. set up for young people, and a good example is livestock judging. So, uh, young 4-Hers and FFA members uh, from throughout the state uh, will test their skills at evaluating livestock. They'll place four steers, for example, and if they place them just like the experts, they get a perfect score. Uh, and then when we get to our collegiate contest, they actually have to give a set of oral reasons on why they place those four steers that way. And that applies also to floriculture judging, uh, nursery landscape judging, uh, a lot of different competitions that we have uh, for young people to get involved. Um, I, I mentioned the auction. The auction is a big um, draw for a lot of people. A lot of people are astounded at the the amounts. But the the, the auctions go across um, lots of different things, and 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 you raise quite a bit of money. We do our our junior livestock auctions. Uh, obviously, they raise money for the young people who work hard and qualify for the auction. Uh, but our buyers also know on the top lots that uh, when they spend those those sums of money. They're not just supporting that young person and the young people in the auction, but they're also contributing to the educational fund. 
And uh, so it, it really is a great fundraiser. It rewards young people for participating in our competition, but it also puts money in the educational fund for scholarships. And the same thing goes for our school art competition as well. Yeah. And auction. Um, and uh, tell me about last year's. Was it was it a record-breaking year or was it a... Uh... Actually, our auctions were down slightly okay. last year, uh, only down about 2%, which we were pleased with giving the, uh, the, given the state of the Houston economy. Um, we, uh, we obviously will gain a lot of support uh, from the oil and gas industry at these auctions, but our committees that support each of those auctions did a great job uh, going out and pre-selling animals and getting commitments to purchase that we are very, very pleased uh, that our auctions were essentially flat with where they were the year before. Um, and, and one of the logistical challenges you have with uh, the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo is that you have all these animals there on the premises and, and, uh, and caring for them and taking care of them. And that, that's quite an endeavor. <laughs> Moving them in and out, mm. uh, and actually the in, is, is the biggest challenge. And we have committees, uh, Breeders, Greeters, and Livestock Committee and Hospitality Committee. Uh, which is a play on words in our horse show, uh, they're the ones who facilitate the logistics of moving, moving those thousands of animals uh, into our facilities. And uh, it's, it's quite, a, quite an effort. Uh, and we'll turn the barn over. In other words, we'll show some animals, release them, bring other animals in. We'll turn the barn over a number of times throughout the show. So there are a lot of logistics uh, behind the scenes that are, that are handled uh, exceptionally well by both our volunteers and our staff. Um, tell me about how uh, it's all going to shake out when when everything starts. Is it the 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 trail rides that are first, or uh, so let, let's start there. What happens? Yeah, so first? the the first trail ride uh, will start uh, about three weeks before the downtown mm-hmm. parade. They come all the way from the Mexican border. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Uh, Thirteen different trail rides will converge uh, upon Memorial Park the evening of uh, March 3rd. And so the barbecue is going on at this time, barbecues, March 2nd through the 4th. And then on March 4th, uh, those trail riders, uh, will leave Memorial Park and they'll participate in the downtown parade. And, uh, that's a great event. Uh, and hopefully we'll have great weather and, and exceptional crowds, uh, at our downtown parade. And of course, preceding the downtown parade on March 4th is the ConocoPhillips rodeo run. This is the 30th year for the rodeo run, and over the years, it has contributed $4.8 million to our educational fund. Uh, and uh, entries open for that November 16th, and it's $30 early bird entry, 5K runner walk or a 10K, and actually have a wheelchair race. And if you're not into running, uh, you can be a virtual runner. You can sign up just to receive the T-shirt. Uh, and so we kick things off in earnest uh, with the barbecue and the, uh, and the, the parade and the rodeo run. Uh, that all happening March 2nd through the 4th, and then March 7th, we'll fire up the stadium for great rodeo action and a star entertainer. Is the run uh, downtown as well? It's downtown, and what's great about it is, is that uh, the first leg is over the parade route. And so all the folks lined up for the parade will will see you run by as you run. Uh, we wouldn't want to do it after the parade because of the number of horses. It might get a little bit messy. So it's <laughs> it's right before the parade starts, and uh, there'll be a lot of uh, a lot of folks lined up ready for the parade, cheering our runners on. Yeah, that uh, that that doesn't sound good. Slipping around in that <laughs> stuff. Um, in the parade is also um, huge. You have bands from everywhere, and 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 floats and marchers and things like that from all over the place yeah and it started back in 1938 and uh since i became president it's one of my favorite things to do uh to ride a horse through downtown houston with all of those folks there 
uh, celebrating our community and our Western heritage. It, it's a great feeling. Do you have a grand marshal? Uh, we have not announced our grand marshal oh, yet. Okay. Uh, we, we do have a, an, an invitation out, and uh, if we get that person, I think everyone will be very pleased. Um, you mentioned the barbecue cook-off, the, the barbecue contest. A lot of people don't uh, know what that is. And I'll, I'll have to say that I know that this has changed over the past few years or ever since I started when I, when uh, at first – um, it was it was kind of for teams and corporate events and things, but you really have opened it all up to everybody to go to this. Yeah, you can buy a, a ticket and come in and enjoy great live entertainment and a, and a really good barbecue meal uh, and, and not have to go in one of the tents. Uh, this past year, the barbecue drew 247,000 people uh, over the three-day run. And so only in Texas can you throw a barbecue and a quarter of a million people show up. Yeah, and, and this <laughs> huge, delicious-smelling cloud envelops the whole city for three days. And I, I'm not sure, but they say you can see the smoke from outer space. <laughs> I um, bet you can. But the thing I love about the uh, the barbecue, we talked about our mission being agriculture. So it's a, it uh, really celebrates the consumption side of agriculture. With, in a big with way. With some great barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> um, go Gotahano Day. Tell me about that. That's uh, I'm, I'm sorry, not Gotahano. Go Texan Day. That's Go the day Texan the whole day. town dresses up. That's the day the whole town dresses up and gets excited. And, and that's one that uh, started back in the 1950s. And young uh, students are encouraged to go to school wearing their Western wear. Uh, and it, it really is a, a great day. Um, tell me about uh, what what has become one of the biggest um, attractions for the rodeo, which was kind of a, a, a new thing, but it's so popular, the wine garden and the wine auction, the uh, wine show. The, the wine show is outstanding. Uh, it started back in 2004, and uh, it's, it's something that I get a lot of questions on. I, I've done interviews with the Wall Street Journal, for example, and they say, Wine and rodeo, that makes no sense. Well, it makes perfect sense. Our, our mission is agriculture. Viticulture is agriculture. And I have to tell you, next to a dry-aged prime New York strip steak, a glass of Cabernet Sauvignon is my favorite agricultural product. <laughs> and so it celebrates a, a segment of agriculture. And the great thing we're seeing about it is it's attracting people to our event and to our show uh, that might not otherwise come. Uh, through our wine auction, uh, through Roundup and Best Bites, where we have our large public tasting of our winning wines and a number of, you know, close to 100 Houston-area restaurants participate, to the wine garden that operates all 20 days of the show and adds to the value proposition of the grounds ticket. Uh, it really does add to our show, and it's attracting uh, a number of supporters that might not otherwise have found us. I went to a tasting last year on the grounds, and that was some of the best fun I've ever had. It was it was really cool. Yeah, and four wine committees uh, put on the, uh, the the wine competition. They work hand in hand uh, to make sure all those the competition, all the associated events, go really well. And the the wine is quite. Um, it, it, it's quite a award to win. It for is. This, this isn't is a it? big competition. So this year we'll have uh, 2,800 entries in our wine competition, and uh, that's well over 300 wineries. Uh, 17 countries typically are represented. So it truly is an international wine competition. And one of the fun things about our competition is we don't just give medals. We do give medals uh, because that's a standard award in a wine competition. We give belt buckles. We give chaps, and we give saddles to our top winners. Uh, and so we, we do it with a little Western flair. Somebody was telling me they went to a, a, a vineyard, a winery in Australia, and they walked in and there were the, the chaps <laughs> up on the wall from the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. They had no idea. 
But yeah, that's those that that's uh, that's quite a prize. Quite a prize. Quite a prize. <laughs> um, um, and uh, explain to uh, to people. We talked earlier about um, the scholarships and the kids and how they get a membership. Uh, a lot of people don't know how to be a member of the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo and what that means. Tell me about that. Yeah, so you can support the show through a membership. That doesn't mean you have to volunteer. But if if you want to become a win- member, the dues are fifty dollars annually, or you can purchase a life membership for $500, and that gives you access to the Bowlegged H magazine, so it's a quarterly magazine put out by our magazine committee uh, that keeps you up to date on all the great things that are happening with the show. Uh, you'll get pre-purchase opportunity on uh, rodeo tickets before they go on sale to the uh, the general public, and so uh, a lot of benefits associated with that. If you do choose to become a volunteer, uh, you first must become a member, and then uh, you can place yourself on the uh, wait list for one of our 107 committees. Uh, some of those committees are, are already full up for the 2017 show, but there are others who are still looking for volunteers, uh, such as uh, Rodeo Express and Ticket Services. So there is a way, and, and a lot of our auction committees as well, so there are still ways to uh, to participate in the show as a volunteer this year. And the the committees uh, vary from what they do, but also of the commitment and the time spent and things like that, right? Yes. So uh, basically, uh, if you're on a committee, you're either on a working committee and you put in a certain number of hours, and whether that's scanning tickets with the, the gatekeepers or assisting guests, uh, transportation uh, committee, uh, the the uh, Rodeo Express committee, for example. And then there are sales committees, uh, carnival ticket sales being an example. Each of our auction committees, they, they hit a sales quota uh, to earn their gold badge and their parking pass for the year. And then we have outreach committees like Gotehano, like Black, Black Heritage, like our speakers committee. Uh, that uh, fulfill their commitment in a, a number of different ways, making people aware of the show. Jennifer Tyler here um, on midday uh, on the Eagle is, I think, on two committees and is going for her third. She is a committee <laughs> um, hoarder, I guess. She's really super involved, and there's there's a lot of people who do that. A lot of people that do that. Uh, they'll they get engaged and and they love the fact that they're contributing to something that uh, that supports the community. Uh, that supports education, and then they just, I think, truly love the interaction they have with their fellow committee members. It's a great personal and professional networking opportunity. Yeah. Well, we have been talking with Joel Cowley, the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo President and CEO. Tell me about if somebody wants to get online and start getting information, when do ticket sales start, uh, all that good stuff. All of it's at rodeohouston.com. With regard to, uh, to ticket sales, you can buy season tickets right now. Uh, for all 20 performances, and then uh, we'll announce the star lineup on January 9th, 12.05 a.m., so it'll be the first thing uh, on that Monday morning uh, that folks will wake up to, and then tickets will go on sale that following Saturday to the general public uh, for each of those 20 20 performances. And if you were um, to meet somebody who'd never been to it before and they wanted, they said, what's it all about? What's the first thing that you say what do you say what what do you tell somebody when they ask you about you that you know i think those who have uh, experienced it agree with me you can't really describe it uh it it's a wonderful uh, celebration of a uh, community celebration of western heritage uh and agriculture uh it's tremendous fun from an entertainment standpoint whether that be the carnival the shopping all the fun food on a stick that you can see uh you can uh enjoy yourself at the wine garden um Take in all the uh, exhibits uh, and attractions related to agriculture, whether it's the livestock show, the horse show, uh, our wonderful educational exhibits that we have. And for a little bit more money, uh, you can go in the stadium and take in a great rodeo performance, best rodeo athletes in the world. 
uh, and a star entertainer that caps that off. So it's it's a wonderful value proposition, uh, and I think it's a, it's a can't miss uh, for anyone in the area and anyone thinking about visiting Houston. Well, thank you so much. It was so good to see you again, and good luck this year. It's going to be great. I can feel it. Thank you very much. We're looking forward to a great 2017 show. My name is Susie Hanks, and you've been listening to FYI. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.